Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. <laughs> Settle. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. At your feet. And you, we can't be beat. <laughs> And, and you, we can't be beat. Come on, Malisha. My God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Stephanie, for that. I need that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Settle. Settle. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, won't you settle? Okay. My God, my God, my but I want to be one. 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 So raise us up this Lord. Wait, raise us up. Raise us up. Raise us up. Raise us up. I appreciate you, Steph. I appreciate you. I promise I do. My God, raise us up. Raise us up. Raise us up. My God, we submit to your authority. We submit to your authority. We submit to be used by you, my God. You know what? I remember when I used to say, hey, I'm, I'm not going to let nobody use me. Lord, use me. Lord, use me. Lord, use me. Lord, use me. I don't have that name on nobody. You're not going to use me? No, use me. Use me, Lord. Use my resources. Use my time. Use my, my gifts. Use my talent. My God, no, use me. You can use me up. You can use me up for your glory. I bow, I submit myself to you. I submit this devotional to you. I submit this ministry to you. I am yours for the using. I am yours for the taking. I am yours. I am yours. You can, yep, yep, here. I'll be a fool for you, Lord. I will be a fool for you, Lord. I will go the distance. I will go the mile. Use me, Lord. Use me You wherever you want me to go. Whatever you want me to do. However often you want me to do it. My God, I'm surrendering to you. Whatever you want me to say. However you want me to look. My God, use me for your glory. 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 My God. Use me for your glory. My God, use me for your glory. Whatever it is, use me for your glory. My God, I don't want to... 
My God, I want to walk with you. My God, I long to see your face. My God, I want to be in step with you, Lord God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. My God, settle here. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. Use me for your glory. Use me for your service. My God, thank you, Lord God. Consecrate, set me aside and use me for your purpose. My God, thank you, Father God. Here I am. Here I am. Teach me your ways. Teach me your precepts, Father God. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. My God, this is a move. This is what you this is what you ought to speak to him this morning. My God, use me for your glory. Use me for your glory. Don't don't I I know I know it's scary. Can I say that? I know the enemy be trying to make you be in fear. Like you've been at the tip. Come on, Holy Spirit. You've been at the tip of the water. You've been at the edge of the water. Right there at the edge, like right there at the edge, toes touching the water, afraid to go over, afraid to fall over. My God, afraid. Can I tell you what the enemy really wants you to do? He wants you to stay back and be reserved. He wants you to think from a place of exposure. That is how he always lies to us. Well, if you go too far, you're going to be exposed. Can I tell you something? You want to be exposed. You want the Lord to expose whatever's in your heart that does not line up with him. You want the Lord to expose whatever in your life that could be hindering you and preventing you from him. You want sin exposed. Can I tell you something? It doesn't mean that you're going to be blasted all over. That's why the scripture says judge yourself so you don't have to be judged. Like you go ahead and judge yourself, then you don't have to be judged, right? And so then you're not timid with God. You'll be like the scripture says, you'll come bold before his throne of grace. You'll start talking different. You'll start acting different. You'll start seeing yourself different. You'll start having different conversations. You'll start having a different mindset. You won't, you won't feel like you have to know so much. Haughtiness will go away. Pride will go away. I promise you it will. I promise you the enemy loves to lie. He loves to make you think that if you press out in for God, that you're going to lose something. But as a matter of fact, he's wrong. If you press out in for something, baby, you're going to gain. Oh, my God. My God. My God. You're going to gain. That's what the scripture says. To die to me is to live. To die to me is to live. You don't lose. This world has pressured you for so long to make you think dying to Christ is so bad. And I know we done seen some weird people. Like we done seen some people be weird in the Lord. Like they be weird. They be weird. And I'm not talking about like a godly weird, like a strange weird. We done seen some people do something different. And so we'll say, man, that's what it's like to be sold out. I don't want to be sold out, but I'm weird. I'm different and I'm cool. I'm just being real. I'm weird. I'm different and I'm cool. And I did not walk into the fullness of myself until I died, until I just every day killed his flesh. I'm like, Paul, every day dying daily because I want to be used for your glory. I want your, I want my hands to be used for my glory. I want your, my, my mouth to be used for my glory. I want my Facebook to be used for your glory. I, and I know it's, I know, I, I know it's so, can I speak by the spirit this morning? I know it's so hard when you battle rejection. 
Jesus, my grandson is here. I'm trying not to clap too loud. I know it's so hard when you battle rejection. I know it's so hard when you battle insecurity. I know it is so hard because it feels like you're losing, but you're not losing. You're really gaining. You're really gaining. I promise you, you're really, you're really gaining. Like you're really gaining. And it's difficult and it's hard because rejection and insecurity and all of those things start speaking to you. And it's so hard to feel alienated, right? It's so, it's so hard to feel alienated. It's so hard. It's hard. I don't, if somebody tell you that the process is easy, they lie to you. But it's worth it. Like it's worth it. It's it's worth it's worth it. If somebody tells you the process is easy, they are lying to you. It is not an easy process. But can I tell you, you'll hit. Let me give it to you as he said in the word. My God. Father God, we thank you for welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. <laughs> I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, aka LMJ. And this is our daily devotional our community of believers, where we come together to rightly learn to divide the word of God and to walk in faith and to walk in faith. My God, Father God, in the name of Jesus, expose anything in our life that is hindering us from walking closer to you. I cancel every assignment off this devotional. I cancel and drive out every distraction right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that you are opening the eyes of your understanding and you are revealing yourself to us today, Daddy God. We need more of you and less of us. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. The same mind that's in Christ Jesus, the same mind that's in Christ Jesus, let it be in us. Father God, teach us how to properly will the word so that we can walk in your power. That's it in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I had to pause. I'm sorry, y'all. I get so excited by the word. Um, so, and, and, and I want to give this to you as we're seeing this because all of these things are tied into our prayer life. All of these things are tied into who we are in Christ Jesus. And if you've been with us long enough, you know that he builds us up slowly. You know that he goes in and he builds He builds us up slowly. You know, he teaches us bit by bit, small bites still equal meal. So I want to go back in and I want to show you something. Because yesterday we were talking about, that's it, I hear you Holy Spirit, take my time with it. I get so excited about the word. Can I share just a few things personally with you? Do you know why? Like, there's so much encouragement on my Facebook page, and I be wanting y'all to share it. I be wanting y'all to eat it. I, it is. Can I tell you something? Can, can I say this? I'll say. Do you know every time I post something encouraging, um, I, people skip over it. Do you know why I, they skip over it? It don't have anything to do with me. It's because they don't believe that by themselves. They don't believe. They don't. They don't believe. They don't believe they good. They don't believe they worth it. They don't believe that somebody else can believe in them. Can I just be real? Can I just be real? So anytime we see something that is positive and uplifting, that um, I'm not talking about stuff. If somebody says, oh, you about to be blessed. Oh, you about to come out. Oh, you about to whatever. But when the, something is released that speaks to your character, it is very difficult for you to see and understand that. Like it's very difficult for you to see and understand that when nobody is 
ever talk to you about that or when you're dealing with rejection or when you're dealing with insecurity. So the fact that somebody could believe in you, believe in your purpose, uh, believe in your life, um, encourage you, say something different about you than anything else that you've received all your life lets me know that there's a hardened place in you. I'm just being real. We're going to learn how to wield the wield the word today. We're going to have to learn how to wield the word today. We're going to have to learn how to take this word and apply it to our heart so that our heart can become tender and responsive so that the Holy Spirit can rebuild us into the image of Christ. The image of Christ is not just a paycheck. The image of Christ is not just you walking around and being blessed. That is not the image of Christ. The image of Christ Pulls you into a place that you will serve God no matter what. Come on. Like you'll serve God no matter what. It's more than lip service. It's a redesign. It's a restructure. Right? So then when God, because that's who I am. I'm just an encourager. I want you to feel good about your everything. Right? <laughs> I want you to feel good about, about your everything. Because I feel like you're supposed to. That's my gift. It's a gift inside of me to encourage you, to build you up. So then when someone starts talking to you about who you are, not what you were. <laughs> oh my God, not what you were. It is so, you'll run from that. You'll run, like you'll run from that. You won't press into that. You won't receive the fullness of what you're, what you're supposed to receive because it's so scary to you. Like it's so scary to you. Nobody, you, you, you can't even fathom that you could be this real. You can't even fathom that you'd be this dope. You couldn't even fathom that you'd be, and it's really because you're not tender and responsive to the word of God. Um, being positive, being uplifted in the word makes you uncomfortable. Uh, okay, let me get back. <laughs> okay, thank you, Elise. You keep telling me you're right on course. I'm like, let me get back to what I was doing. And so then, so then when someone begins to speak into your life or the word of God begins to speak into your life, you become so resistant because you've never, ever heard. You've never, ever heard this before. You've never, ever heard this before. Nobody said, you didn't even know the words spoke to you like this. You don't even know the character and the attributes of God. You don't even know how God really sees you. There's a depth to this that will reach. Remember, okay, so go back. <laughs> let me go over to John 15. Let me come back. Let me, let me come back over to John 15. My God, this is my, this is purpose in you. Like this is. This is purpose in me. This is this is how I did. Okay, John fifteen. I'm the true vine, and I'm father. My father is the vine dresser. Remember, we went over the scripture yesterday. Every branch of me does not bear fruit. He takes away, and every branch that continues to bear fruit, he repeatedly prunes so that it will bear much more fruit, even richer, finer fruit. Right? We're establishing who we are in Christ Jesus. We're establishing our righteousness. Three. You are already clean. My God, hear me on this. When you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you are already clean. So when you when you start talking about, oh, I'm a filthy rag, when you start still feeling that, when you have that false sense of humility, it's not a real sense of humility. It's a false sense of humility. I'm just like a filthy rag. Uh, I just, you know, I don't deserve. I'm doing better than I deserve. True. True. To, I true all that. You're doing better than what you serve. True. You were born in sin. But you are already clean. My 
God. You are already clean because of the word which I have given you, the teachings which I have discussed with you. And even though these particular verses, I need you to grasp this concept. Even though these particular verses, remember, every scripture is breathed by God. So even though these particular may, verses may have been speaking to a certain generation, it still speaks to you. This is how you're going to get renewed. This is how you're going to see yourself um, you're you going to see yourself different. This is how you're going to walk into the fullness of who God called you to be. The word. This morning I kept hearing in my spirit, wield the word. And I'm going to tell you what that means in just a second. It says you are already clean because of the word which I've given you. The teachings which I've discussed in you. Remain in me. Remain in me. Remain in me. So if he's saying remain in me. Nothing else, listen to me, no, nothing else has your identity. Nothing, nothing. Speak it over yourself, Michelle. Speak it over yourself. That's, that's how we wield the words. Speak it over yourself. Michelle, you are already clean. You are already clean. And can I tell you some of this? Because so many of us have lived as filthy rags for so long. This is as a process. Can I be real with you? Can I, based on all that I saw, based on all that I knew, do you know it took me almost 20 years to get here? I don't care. I'm all out on the line. I'm put my business all out on the street, preaching or not. I've been I've been officially this year will be my preach anniversary, as they say. This is my twentieth preach anniversary this year. Can I be real with you? It took me twenty, almost twenty years to really get this. <laughs> I'm just being for real to really understand that all my identity is in. Christ Jesus, my identity is not in this world. I'm not identified by the things of this world. When he gets to heaven, he is not going to ask me about all my best friends. He's not going to ask me about all the places I travel. He's not going to ask. He's not going to look at that. That He's not going to care about that. That stuff is a second standard. That is not the stuff. He's not going to ask me about He's not, he's not going to do that. He's not, no, 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 do that. No, he's not going to do that. So your identity of who you are, how you carved out is in Christ Jesus. Yes, yes, God, yes, yes, Jen. God, my God, like not of this world, not, not like, no. And so it, it because we're built up in so much other stuff in layers, it's like, no, if I'm going to figure out who I am, if I'm in an identity crisis, if I'm tired of cycles, come on now. If I'm tired of getting back to the same place at the same time every year, you can tell when you're in a cycle, when your finances end up in the same place at the same time every year. After taxes, you're back in the same financial position. Come on, Holy Spirit. In every friendship and relationship, you end up in the same position. In your business, you end up in the same position. No growth. The only reason we're not growing is because we're not remaining. Relationships, marriage, all this stuff in the same position because we are not in position to remain in him. Your identity is in Christ. That's why I don't want you being built up in nothing tangible. This, that's what the scripture says. This stuff going to rot away. 
This stuff gonna rot away. This stuff is gonna rot away. This stuff is gonna go away. Relationships, people die. My husband, when my husband left, can I just be real? When my husband left and went to be with Jesus, this is what he said to me. This is my husband speaking to me. He said, Lakeisha, I need you to do me a favor. Do not go lose yourself in your kids. Don't, don't go do with me what you did with your kids. Go and impact the world like you were created. He knew me. He knew that I would go from him to the kids. Don't go sink yourself into your kids. Don't go. You sunk yourself into me. You sunk yourself into me. Do not go sink yourself into your kids. <laughs> sink yourself into your purpose. Sink yourself into your purpose. Well, how do I sink myself into my purpose? I find out who I am in Christ Jesus. I build a relationship with Christ Jesus. I make Jesus my beginning and my end. And then he brings me into purpose. You do not. Can I tell you something? I'm not saying you don't have to do works. I'm not telling you. You do not have to conjure up purpose. You just got to live by faith. You just got to understand who you are in Christ Jesus. You got to understand how your, who your identity is in Christ Jesus. You gotta, I've been through so many phases, like with my hair. I cut my hair. I grew my hair. I've colored my hair. When the la it's not about the color of your hair. It's not, it's not all this other stuff. It's not clothes. It's not that stuff, moss. All that stuff will rust and wear away. Matthew 6 and 19. That stuff is going to leave. People are going to die. People going to walk out on you. People going to switch up on you. No, your identity. So when he's saying here, remain in me, I will remain in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, neither can you bear fruit, produce the evidence of your faith unless you remain in me. When you sink yourself in the purpose, what my husband was saying to me was fall in love with God, like fall in love with him. So I've been on a seven year journey because it'll be seven years this year since he's been gone. Seven year journey of falling in love with God, remaining in Jesus Christ, understanding who I am, understanding how he knit me, understanding how he pulled me together in my mother's womb, getting revelation of who he is. My purpose is to glorify God. My God, that's your purpose. You were created for God, by God, for the glory of God, and nothing else, and nothing, and nothing else. So he says, remain in me, and I will remain in you, just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit, producing evidence of your faith, unless you remain in me. I am the vine. Come on, Jesus. I am the vine. I am divine. I am divine. So let me show you something. When you find yourself Christ-like, remember we said that yesterday, the inner work, it, it works from the inside out. It'll work from the inside out. So it has to first start in your heart where your deep-seated belief system is. Then it starts to work through your heart. Then as it works in your heart and it becomes a beat, deep, beat it, deep, seated belief system, you begin to walk in it. You begin to manifest in it until it is habitual in your habit and your nature. You ain't got revelation of it. I'm, I'm just, 
I just gotta be real. If it is if it is not habitual in your nature, if you don't receive God's love daily, it is not habitual in your nature. You do not have revelation of the word of God. If you have still issues with people, if you're still fighting insecurity, if you're still fighting revelation, you I'm fighting fighting insecurity, fighting jealousy, uh, fighting all these other things, then it's not revelation to you yet. And so if it's not revelation to you that, because when it's revelation, I remain in him. Nothing pulls me outside of him. Nothing, nothing pulls me, nothing pulls me outside of him. Nothing pulls me outside of him. Nothing pulls me outside of him. I'm going to say it one more time. Nothing pulls me outside of him. Nothing keeps me from being in his face. Nothing keeps me from being connected to him. Absolutely nothing. So if I do not walk in it, if I if I don't walk into tithing or giving, that ain't no revelation. If I ain't no good giver, <laughs> that ain't no revelation. I'm, I'm just being real. So until I get full-blown revelation, until I do it habitually, until it becomes a lifestyle, until I remain in him intentionally, right? intentionally, then, then it's not revelation yet because I don't understand this next part. He says, I'm the vine. He's letting you know he's your life source. He says, I'm the vine. Ain't, he didn't say your job was the vine. He didn't say writing your, he didn't say your books was the vine. He, I believe in all of this that you were called into, but if you think what you called into is called to a title, you understand? he didn't say nothing. He said, I'm the vine. I'm divine. You're a branch. You're an extension of me here in the earth, right? So I just repotted two plants downstairs. One of my plants is, one of my plants needed some love. I put her in a new dress, right? Her name is Heather. I put her in a new dress. I gave her a brand new pot. I, I set her apart and I was looking at all the different branches that was coming off the root of Heather, right? Out the root of Heather, off the boat. There's so many different branches coming off the root. Some were flourishing, some were not. My God, the ones that were not, that were drying up and dying were not properly connected. My God, my God. So when he says remain in me and I'll remain in you, just as no branch can bear fruit by itself without remaining in the vine, you're not going to be able to bear fruit and to produce. Come on now, unless you really remain in him. And can I tell you something? Remaining in him means giving up your selfish desires. When you remain in him, you're going to love God and love people. You're going to love God. Something transforms in you. You become holy. You become set apart. It says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and in him bears much fruit. For what otherwise, apart from me, my God, Anything that's apart from me, anything that's apart from me, anything, anything that's apart from me, anything. And, and I, he can, can I don't, yeah, I'm going to say this. I got to say it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. If it's contentions, go back to the fruit of sphere. Go back to the things that are not in him. If it's an evident of the flesh, we cannot justify a lie and pretend like that's a part of him. If it's an evidence of the flesh, if it's fleshly, it's not a part of him. 
Absolutely, John, John L. Mark. He said, be holy because I'm holy. That's exactly what he said. Be holy because I'm holy. It is not a part of him. You cannot twist this. We're not going to pervert this in this season. We're not going to lie in this season because we're trying to grow and become effective for kingdom. We're not going to play like lust and all this and being drunk. All this other stuff is okay with God. We're going to deal with ourselves. Ask the Holy Spirit to help us get, get over temptation. We're going to submit it to God. Every time we fall, we're going to get up. But we're not going to play like the works of the flesh is of God. We're not. We're not. Oh, God. God don't mind. God minds. God minds. God minds, God minds. And if we're going to become better and we're going to walk full in purpose, we got to be real, real. God minds. <laughs> God minds. As a matter of fact, the word of God says God hates sin. God hates sin. That's what the word said. It said he hates sin. He does not like sin. As a matter of fact, it tells us if he hates sin, we supposed to hate sin. Right? We just go, we, we supposed to hate sin. So we're going to back it up. We're not going to take, we're not going to know works of the flesh, sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, adultery, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, uh, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. These I warn you, as I have before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. So, he says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and in him bears much fruit. For otherwise, apart from me, that is cut off from the vital union with me, you can do nothing. Everything that is set apart from me, you can do absolutely nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing. And there's nothing. So, if I'm trying to fall into purpose, I, I, I see you, Mama Jeanette. It can be. If he's getting the glory out of it, it can be, it can be your children. If it's, if it's getting the glory, we're supposed to teach the kingdom of God, period. The depth of who you are could be deeper than that. It can be if he's getting the glory. It can be if they're not, they're not becoming your God. It can be, it very well could be your purpose. We are to be living epistles, but what if it's something greater than that? And what if, it, what if it's something greater than that? What if it's something bigger than that? My God. So, I says, I'm dividing you of the branches. It says, if anyone does not remain in me, this is what he says, he is thrown out like a broken off branch and withers and dies. And they gather such branches and throw them into the fire and they burn. burn. If you remain in me <laughs> and my words remain in you, that is, if we are vitally united and my message lives in your heart, ask whatever you wish and it's going to be done for you. Remember, we talked about prayers that get answered. My father is glorified and honored by this. When you bear much fruit and prove yourselves to be my true disciples. Okay, scoop over. We're going to get out of here. Lord, I thank you for this this morning. He always brings a refreshing. He always brings something new to open the eyes of our understanding so that we can become complete. God is not interested in you not being complete. Philippians 1 and 6 said he going to forget, finish this. So he did. He said, he, that's exactly what he said. He said, and my word remain in you. So this morning, the Lord kept saying to me, wield the word, wield the word, wield the word. 
will, when we will the word, right? We're handling the word effectively. Oh my God. When we will the word, we handle the word effectively. My God, we're handling the word effectively. So let me tell you what happens when you wield you. What follows wielding is power. <laughs> Jesus. What follows wielding is power. So when we wield the word of God, when we use the word of God skillfully, when we take the word of God and handle it effectively, guess what's going to come in your life? Power. Power is going to come to you. Go back. Go back. Go back. Scripture, just going to give this to you straight out the word, giving it to you just like how you say, when we properly will to use the word of God effectively, not on others, but on ourselves, for ourselves, right? Notice that Jesus didn't tell you to, you that had nobody else to remain. He didn't tell you to tell you to, you to try to make everybody else remain. That ain't what he said. He tell you to try to make nobody else remain. He said, you remain. He said, you remain. You remain. He didn't tell you about nobody else. Your walk is, your, I, I wish I could, your living epistle. You remain. He didn't tell you, take nobody else and force them to remain. He says, you remain. You remain. You remain. He says, you remain to me. If you remain to me and my words remain in you, that if we are vitally united and my message lives in your heart, Ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Skill. <laughs> so when we will the word, we are learning how to skillfully use the word of God. My God. We are like, so can I tell you, can I give you this and we're going to go. I'm going to help you this morning with some stuff. This is why it's so important for you to know how to enter the rest. When you enter the rest of God, this ain't about sleeping, just sleeping. When you enter the rest of God, you know, committed to understand it is important for me to know how to properly will the word of God. Listen, Hebrews, fourth chapter, right? I'm going to back up to the uh, seventh verse. It talks about entering the rest. I'm going to back up to the fourth verse. And it says, And God rested on the seventh day from all his works. And again in this, he said, They shall not enter my rest. It's Psalms 95 and 11. Therefore, since the promise remains for some to enter his rest, and those who formerly had the good news preached to them, failed to grasp it and did not enter because of their unbelief. When we don't learn how to properly will the word of God, it's because we don't trust the word to be the word. We don't trust the word to be the word. We don't trust the word to work. We don't understand in the supernatural realm that the word is what the angels respond to. We don't understand what the word is doing for us. We don't understand what the word will be doing for He says, the prayers of the righteous avail as much. He said, if my people 
who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. I will heal the land. He didn't say and fight. He said and pray. And I believe in justice and I believe in something. So let me back up. He said, the good news preacher them failed to grasp it, did not enter because of their unbelief, which is evidenced by disobedience, right? So if it's evidenced by disobedience, it means as he's given us something to do or an assignment to do, like he's told us to forgive. Come on, y'all. We wielding the word of God. So he told us to forgive, but I choose not to forgive. Um, he told us to love him with all his heart, but I choose not to love him. I'm still in disobedience, right? There's an evidence of disobedience because I didn't receive the word to be the truth. This powerful this morning. This again. So I didn't receive the word to be the truth. He said, he again sets a definite date, a new today, providing another opportunity. I, I, I want y'all to hear this. Providing another opportunity to enter the rest. Here's another opportunity. Go over to Lamentations 3 and 23. He gives us brand new mercies every day. Brand new mercies. Brand new beginnings. That's why I'm like, I'm not bringing nothing from yesterday into my today. I can't afford to. I don't want nothing from yesterday into my day. That's not, can't afford to. He says, again, sets a definite day, a new today, providing another opportunity to enter the rest by saying through David, after so long a time, just as has been said before in the words already quoted, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. <laughs> today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. The mention of a rest was not a reference to entering into Canaan. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not speak about another day, another opportunity. So there remains a full, complete Sabbath rest for the people of God. For the one who has once entered his rest has also rested from the weariness and pain of his human labors, just as God rested from those labors uniquely his own. Go over to Genesis 2 and 2 when it says on the seventh day he rested. So let us therefore make every effort to enter the rest of God. <laughs> Woo! It's liberation on this this morning. It's freedom on this this morning. My God. Yeah. Let not my heart be troubled. <laughs> let my, my heart be troubled. Lord, don't let my heart be Harden to not receive your rest. It says, let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest of God, to know and experience for ourselves so that no one will fall by following the same example of disobedience as those who died in the wilderness. No one followed the same, who would not trust God, who kept begging for idols, who thought they needed a king, who, who wouldn't trust God, who kept begging, who kept resurrecting these idols, who didn't trust God to bring them into their promised land, who didn't trust God to be provider, who didn't trust God to be protector, who didn't trust God to be healer. He did. They didn't trust God. They died in the wilderness. They did not enter their promised land because they did not trust God. That is why they did. They was disrespectful. They was disobedient. They kept, they kept trying to find everything and everything else besides him. Jesus. Right? Let me give you this and we done. It says, for the word of God is living and active, full of power, making it operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, 
penetrating as far as the division of the soul and spirit, the completeness of a person and of both joints and marrow, the deepest part of our nature. <laughs> the deepest part of our nature. When they do a bone marrow transplant, right? When they do a bone marrow transplant, see, the doing a blood transfusion or a blood blood exchange doesn't cure cure the problem. Woo! Come on, this spirit speak. I just need you to hear me on this. Doing a blood transfusion or a blood exchange don't cure the problem. Those things are just temporary. If you have an issue like cancer or sometimes sickle cell or those other things. The bone marrow transplant, <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going to go home. I'm getting ready to go home. The bone marrow transplant, I'm just giving you what this is right here. The bone marrow transplant is actually the thing. I'm just giving it to you how I see it, how the Lord tells it to me. The bone marrow transplant is actually the thing that gets to the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intention of the heart. The word goes to the deepest parts of our nature, exposing, you need to hear me, exposing the deepest intentions of our heart. This is why you need to will the word. This is why you need to will the word because it's going to get to the root of it all. I want to read. I want to read that part to you. Can I read that part to you in the uh, amplify? I mean, the message, and then we out. It says God means what He says. What He says goes. His powerful word is sharp as a surgeon's scalpel cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense, laying us open to listen and obey. Nothing and no one can resist God's word. We can't get away from it, no matter what. So when Jesus says, remain in me, let my words remain in you. <laughs> it's because the word is penetrating as far to the joints and the marrow, the deepest part of our nature, exposing. 13 verse, and not a creature exists that is concealed from his sight. Not a creature exists that is ill. But all things are open and exposed and revealed to the eyes of him with whom we have to give account. <laughs> and as much as we believe, have a high priest who has already ascended and passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession of faith. And cling tenaciously to our absolute trust in him as Savior. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and our temptations. But one who has been tempted knowing exactly how it feels. Jesus knows exactly how it feels to be human. In every respect as we are yet without committing any sin. Therefore, somebody say, therefore, we're going to get out of here. Therefore, let us with privilege, with privilege in your brokenness and all your messed up ways and all your trash and all your junk and all your doubt and all your fear and in all your unbelief, uh, boldly, 
approach the throne of grace. That is God's throne, the gracious, come on now, the God's throne, his gracious favor with confidence, boldly before my father jacked up, boldly before my father messed up, boldly before my father with a broken and contrived, boldly, he says, and without fear, because see, fear is going to harden your heart. Fear is going to keep you from coming all the way in. This was nothing but a setup today. Come on now. This was nothing but a setup today. Fear without fear. Coming before your daddy because you know this your daddy. Coming before your daddy because you know this the king of glory. Coming before your daddy because you know what Jesus did. Coming before your daddy. Bold. Bold. Bold before your daddy. Boldly before your daddy. Bold with your broken, contrite self. Boldly before him. So that you may receive mercy of your failures. And find his amazing grace to help you in a time of need. An appropriate blessing coming just at the right time. Just at the right moment. My God, will the word of God, will the word of God, will the word of God keep wielding the word of God. It's chipping. We got to get it down to the bone. We got to get it down to the marrow. It's got to work. Can it, the bone in the marrow is hidden under all the flesh, baby. My God, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for this word today. God is so, my God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you for this. God is so dope. God is so gangster. God is so amazing. God is so powerful. My God. God is whatever your vernacular, whatever taps into you. He is all of that. He comes in. He settles here. He sets the position and he sets the record straight. Thank you, Father God, for this word today. This it. This it. God, my God. God is polishing us. So it's going to take time. 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 Just keep coming in his presence. Keep showing up. My God. He brought that word right on around, Kim. He did. He was all God today. Father God, we thank you for your faithfulness. We will not, we will not be moved by what we see. We cancel every assignment of fear. We cancel every assignment of doubt. We cancel every assignment of worry. Every strategy and tactic of the enemy that has tried to keep us in fear and not will the word of God. I thank you, Father God, for rightly teaching us to divide the word. I thank you, Father God, for teaching us to walk in the spirit of truth. I thank you, Father God, that we receive your brand new grace and mercy today. Holy Spirit, teach us how to will the word of God so that it transforms us from the inside out. Now, Father God, we take authority over every principality, every demonic spirit today. We thank you, Lord God, that you are confusing them in their head and that no weapon formed against this nation shall prosper. My God, we are already seated in heavenly places. So we stand on your word and we stand on your truth. 
We thank you, Father God. We drive out every spirit of confusion, every spirit of hate, every spirit of worry. We thank you, Father God. Right now, you are scrambling the minds of the enemy so that they will be confused. Darkness will not live in our nation. Darkness will not live in our world. Darkness will not live in our communities. We drive out every force of darkness right now in the name of Jesus. We bind that principality of strife, dissension, and contention back to the gates of hell from which it came. You have no authority. East wind judge the situation. Holy Spirit blow. Pour out your... I thank you there's a confusing spirit on the minds of the enemy. A confusing spirit that they will turn on themselves, Lord God. I thank you for a confusing spirit. Nothing will disrupt this day in Jesus' name. Amen. Two things. If you're not accepted Jesus Christ and Lord and Savior, I need you to do that. This is how you learn how to wield the word. The Holy Spirit will come inside and do a greater work. The Holy Spirit will come inside and do a greater work. So I need you to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm asking you to come into my heart and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you as best as I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, welcome to the kingdom. Send me an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. I would love to disciple you. I would love to continue to share the word of God with you. As a matter of fact, I got some materials I'll send to you. Here's my second thing. If God places it on your heart to become a partner with this ministry, I need you to go over to the website, click the donate button, drop your seed there, or cash out for us. Dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. I promise you, it's something you will never regret. You will never regret it. Um, let me speak the priestly blessing over you and cover you in the blood of Jesus. Remember, you dwell in the secret place of the Most High. Don't let nobody have you fearful today. Confess Psalms 91 over your day. Don't let nobody have you worried, overwhelmed, and consumed. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. You dwell in the secret place of the Most High. You dwell in the secret place of the Most High. You dwell in the secret place of the Most High. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. I drive out all manner of anxiety in the name of Jesus. I drive out all fear and I decree and declare supernatural and sweet peace over you in Jesus name. Amen. God gives you peace. Settle and rest in that peace. Back here in the morning, 5 a.m., invite somebody in. We only going higher because we're going lower. We only going higher because we're going lower. I love y'all. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God through you. My God, love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Father, for you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, Log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.